0: every team, every topic, everywhere this is believe. Do you guys want to know what I recently learned at this stage in my life? I learned that I love jet lag. I I love it. I know everyone's like, "Oh, jet lag," but I I think jet lag was made for people like me. Let me explain. I've talked about this a bit on the show, but I never sleep. I have not slept since I was born, basically. When I was 10 years old, my parents took me to a hypnotist because they couldn't take it anymore. They were like, our child never goes to bed. By the way, the hypnotist worked for like a couple years. I think you need to like do refreshers or listen to the tape, which I stopped doing because I lost the tape. Anyway, I don't sleep is the point. And so I've always been a night, owl. I could stay awake all night. Like if there's a show, like I watched Bad Vegan, like I will just stay up till 4am until I finish it. And my best friend, Jenny, never sleeps either. So she could call me at 2.30 in the morning and I answer the phone like she's calling at like one in the afternoon. And then we talk and I I just don't sleep. But jet lag, jet lag has put me on a normal person schedule. Now I know it's temporary. I know it's not going to be forever, but I was just traveling out of the US and I was on a completely different time zone. I didn't sleep there either, by the way. I was like, I'd go to sleep and then I'd like wake up at I didn't sleep. I don't know. I was still on like America's time. But when I came back, it finally, I finally, my body clock shifted and I've been going to bed at like 10 p.m. and waking up at five. And I love it, you guys. It's my dream. And let me tell you why. Because if you wake up at 5 a.m., it's true what they say. You could get so much stuff done before the day starts. So by the time like I'd work out at 9.30... I've already accomplished so much and I'm like, okay, now I'm working out and I'm wide awake, it's great. I love being this way. I love being a morning person, even if it's temporary. I have never been a morning person and I'm only gonna be a morning person probably for another week or so, but I wish I could stay like this. Are any of you morning people, have any of you been night owls that converted to morning people? And if so, how can I make it permanent? Hey guys, welcome to Social Studies. I'm your host, Jenna Kingsley, and I promise you this is nothing like the social studies you learned in school. Don't hate me, but I am sick again. That's right, I'm sick again, you guys. That's why this episode was delayed this week. The the episode was previously recorded with Amber Katz, it's the second half of a conversation we had of her episode that aired a couple weeks ago, but I always record the intro and the don't hate me and all that stuff the week of, because I like to keep it current, but I was so sick. I, I couldn't, I sounded very ill. It's not COVID. I don't have COVID for the third time. It's some sort of cold. It's a cough. My son had it. Now I have it. And, um, Yeah, I can't believe I'm sick again. I feel like every episode I'm apologizing because I'm sick and my voice is weird. I don't know what's happening. I'm a pretty healthy person, Knockwood, but I keep catching the thing. I don't know. I don't know what to say about it. I don't know. I'm beaten down. This has been a stressful year because of the college thing, which I'm glad to say has now come to a conclusion. My son is committed to a college, which is so exciting. If you have not been through the college process, it is just as bad as they say. If you're listening to this and you have been through the process or you just went through the process, you know exactly what I'm talking about. But I used to hear about this college process and I was like, these people are crazy. They're nuts. Because I, in general, I'm not one of these people that's like, I want my kids to go to this kind of school or this kind of school. I wanted my son to end up in a school that he wanted to go to in a program that inspired him. He has very specific interests, which are like tech, engineering. My concern all along is that he... I wanted him to end up in a place where he could do just that. That's all I cared about. And a place where he wanted to do just that. And what happens is when your kids apply to college, you're like, oh, it doesn't matter. I'm not going to become crazy. But then you want them to have what they want so badly. You want it for them. That That's where it becomes stressful. So I get it now. I get it. We are committed to a school. He's very happy. I'm very happy. And now I have to deal with the panic of being an empty nester which we'll get into in another episode. But I am freaking out about that. The other uh, topic I want to touch on before Amber comes onto the show is a topic that Amber and I discuss today, Um, but we just touch on it in the middle of our conversation, which is the soft launch. This might even be a don't hate me, another don't hate me. You might get two don't hate me's this week. Don't hate me, but I love the soft launch. What is the soft launch for those of you not familiar when people are dating and they want to debut their loved one on social media before they do the full debut, before there's a picture, before there's a caption? You've seen it. You'll see a picture of of them eating at a table and you'll just see like a guy's hand next to them or like they'll show themselves like on a plane and just like pan over to the shoulder of a guy next to them. You don't know who the guy is, but they're making it clear to you that there's someone next to them. I love, I love the soft launch. I do. I love it. I fall for it. I get so into it. I become a bloodhound immediately. That's when I go to full Nancy Drew mode and do my best detective work. The second I see what appears to be a romantic dinner... And like the cuff of a sleeve, like a plaid button down next to their plate. I'm all in. I just am. I, I am like, like a 14 year old. I love it. I get really into the soft launch. So don't hate me. I'm, I'm into it. And I think that a lot of people get annoyed by the soft launch. The soft launch has become like a thing, like a cultural phenomenon. And Amber and I talk about it briefly, but I wanted to do a deeper dive into how I felt about the soft launch. But there's always a soft launch before the actual launch. So I I just wanted to say how much I appreciate the soft launch. Keep up your soft launches, you guys. Tag me in them because I really, really enjoy them. It's like an amuse-bouche to your relationship, if you will. And I love an amuse-bouche. Am I saying that right? Okay. I also wanted to apologize for what I said about Brigerton season two. Remember how I was like not into it and I was like, should I keep watching it? Well, at about episode six or seven, it turned a corner. And I really ended up loving this season. It ended exactly how I wanted it to end. Got really good. So I take back what I said. Everyone should watch uh, season two of Bregerton, but just know that it's going to be really boring for the first however many episodes. And then it gets good at the very end, but it gets good, good, good. I thought good. What do you guys think? Okay, guys, as we inch closer to summer, we feel it coming. Spring is in the air. It's time for us to wear less clothes. We're starting to think about our summer bods. Before we continue with the show, I wanted to talk a little bit about Noom. Noom uses the latest in behavioral science to empower people to take control of their health for good through a combination of psychology, technology, and human coaching on their platform to help millions of users meet their personal health and wellness goals. A lot of people face pressures to change themselves to fit other people's expectations. And the more freeing solution is to find things that work for you. Noom understands that everyone's weight loss journey is unique and what works for someone else doesn't mean it'll work for you. That's why Noom's approach adapts to your lifestyle. It's flexible and focuses on progress, not perfection, allowing you to work towards goals at a pace that's comfortable for you. Noom Weight makes it easy to start your weight loss journey and stay on track with personalized lessons to help you gain confidence and practical knowledge, one-on-one coaching, and a cognitive behavioral approach that teaches you how to be mindful of your habits. 75% of Noom Weight users finish the program and more than 60% of users that engaged with the program, kept the weight off for a year or more. So start building better habits for healthier long-term results and sign up for your trial at noom.com slash believe. Again, that's com slash B-L-E-A-V. So go check that out as we head towards summer, full tilt. I mean, we are, I feel it coming, I feel it coming. And I'm excited, by the way, the flowers are looking amazing. I'm so excited for today's episode. I have Amber Katz back on. There's no formal lead in because this is actually a second half of a discussion that we had that was pre-recorded. This is the second half of it. And I'm just so excited to have her on. And I want to make a quick announcement that social studies will be going on vacation. I'm going to take a couple of weeks off and then we will come back with season two. So if you're not caught up on all the episodes, now's a great time to go back and listen. Please uh, follow me at Jenna Kingsley to find out when uh, we will be back. It will be a couple of weeks only, not a long extended stay. I just want to Take some time to pre-record some more stuff and um, write some funny material. And we will be back in a jiffy. In the meantime, if you haven't, please go to apple.com, uh, uh, Apple Podcast and leave a review for social studies. Every review counts. It really helps. So please do so. And also if you guys could just subscribe to my Substack. I'll be publishing more frequently, hopefully, now that I'll have a a little more time. That's jennakingsley.substack.com. And uh, there's a free subscription and you guys can read things I write and hopefully they'll entertain you as well. Um, Okay, so without any further ado, let's get into today's episode. There's a topic I want to discuss with you, Amber, and that is, and we see this meme like sometimes. Like I, I'm, I'm going to misquote it because I don't have one in front of me, but you know, if a couple breaks up on Instagram, like we want to know, like you've made us sit through the whole relationship, we want to know what happened, right? How do you feel? Because I happen to be a fan of. I, I I know I've had people on who have been very anti relationship sharing. I happen to love it because I am a cr- romantic at heart, and I can also yeah. usually spot the difference between authenticity and not.
1: Oh, interesting!
0: Um, like, for example, Chelsea Handler and Joe Coy.
1: Oh God, love
0: them! They love. Make me happy.
1: That's a great example. Yeah, I, I'm with you there because I'm, they're
0: not trying to make everything perfect. You know what I mean? Like true. they they are. So I love them. And it feels so authentic. I can't get enough of them.
1: I fully agree. The minute I saw they were together, I like screamed in my apartment by myself. I was thrilled for both of them. I love both of them. I'm a huge fan. I'm a huge fan. And I think they seem perfect. I just, I I adore the whole thing. It seems very like healthy and authentic and everything else. So very much here for that. For me personally, obviously never, because, you know, my stance on, my stance on like birthdays, Everything like that is just a no from me, dog, personally. But that said, um, so like there was there was a meme today that I saw that said something like, um, you know, a photo that I post of like a man you've never seen before at our wedding. And the caption is hard launch. Like that is definitely how I would manage that entire process.
0: By the way, that's so amazing.
1: Yeah, I think that's hilarious. And I just I love that. I love the idea of like being so private. You just like premiere the student. Everyone's like, who's that? Anyway. Well, here's how here's my stance on it. I, I'm all for it. I, I think if you want to post it and it's it's authentic to you and you're not just like looking for attention, you're sharing parts of your life. Right. I'm all for it. And the way I view it with like, you know, someone like Chelsea Handler and Joe Coy, or even, you know, some of these train wreck people, I feel like it's like a Netflix special, like a Netflix, you know, series unwinding in front of me. And I'm invested. Like the minute we see the premiere, you know, not the premiere, but like the, the pilot, as it were like the soft launch of like someone's boyfriend, I'm like, Oh, what's happening. And I'm paying attention. And 100%. I'm hundred
0: like, percent, by the way, the second there is a soft launch of the boyfriend, I am knee deep in their wow. Instagram, their mother's Instagram. It's
1: I'm doing a deep dive. I'm doing an anthropological study. I want to know every single thing. So I love it. Keep, keep doing that.
0: Okay. Now, my question for you is when the relationship ends. So I am very hip to when things start to something seems amiss. When you feel that something has turned, maybe you're seeing some thirst traps. For me, it's when I notice the person goes missing. The second I get a glimpse of the person going missing is when I do my best Sherlock Holmes work.
1: I think you're right. Yeah. I think that's the exact... That's the turning point.
0: So here's my question. Because these memes I've seen joke about it. And they're like, you're going to carry us along on this relationship. And it ends like you have to tell us what happened.
1: That's the thing. That's why I. there will only be a hard launch for me. There will be no soft launch.
0: If you've ever been in a relationship on Instagram, uh, where there's proof of it on Instagram, and then the relationship ends, and you have to go through taking the pictures down nightmare on elm street just you know just, this is the first relationship that i have gridded wow. put on the grid in <laughs> years and years and years because i didn't feel anyone else was grid worthy
1: yeah that's fair i mean listen i think yeah i think grid worthy is a big deal it's,
0: it's a amazing. big deal it's yeah. grid worthy is like are the per- is the person gonna do you think they're gonna stick around like in your gut you know yeah.
1: I think grid being on the grid is more important than meeting someone's parents. Uh,
0: obviously goes without yeah. saying.
1: Truly. Yeah.
0: The question is though, for me is why, and I ne- I rarely never see this, but I was catching Amber up before this started and I'm not going to go into the details of it, but somebody I know is now married mm-hmm. and has kept all of their previous relationship pictures up on their grid. And I'm like, this is not That's a strange. shoebox of old college pictures that has tumbled down from the the shelf and you're covered in thousands of pictures this is a good 64 to 200 pictures that you're showing the world why can't you delete like why would anyone
1: it's bizarre
0: unless the person died i'm sorry unless they died
1: that's a very good very good caveat (laughs) i wonder if like this a person doing that is just not really on Instagram that much. And that's my first guess. And I think that that's probably the case for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Can't I can't understand having dead relationships on my live like feed.
0: I don't get it. And can I tell you, like, first of all, if I were a single person, because like if I were a single person, there is no way in hell that my ex is living, getting rent space on my grid. Oh my! While God. I am out there trying to live my best life,
1: I think within one hour of breaking up someone, if I had a picture of them <laughs> on my grid, I would be taking it off. That would be the one first- million percent. You're one million percent. Their number or anything else that would be like activity number one.
0: I. It's funny because the the last person that I did have on my grid, I was in a very serious relationship with. Literally the day we broke up, gone, yeah. vanished, like it never happened. Yeah, like gone. Yeah. So I'm I'm totally intrigued by the people who go on to get married yeah. and leave up their entire prior relationship, unless it's someone they have kids with and it's their family and it's like family pictures that I get.
1: Yeah. The only the only explanation, as I said, the only explanation I can think of is just like they do not. They clearly do not take
0: this. They're not like tuned into the heaviness of the grid. The, well, the people that I'm talking about though are people that post a lot of. They post. They're Instagram users.
1: Oh, really? Okay. Yes. These are are I'm not surprised. people who let
0: tumbleweeds like blow through Instagram and like don't even know the app is on their phone.
1: Interesting. I, I, I have a question for know. my
0: listeners. Listeners, I have a question. What do you guys think? Do you, would you wipe that man right out of your hair? Would you wipe that man right off of your grid or would you keep him there?
1: Well, I would love to know what people say. I want like I want a breakdown of like this percentage said yes, this percentage said no.
0: And first of all, help your stalkers. Like help your stalkers because we want to know like are you single? Are you single because if we see a man or woman on your page with you, we're going to think you're not single. So right. if that person's no longer in your life, help everyone out. Help us stalk you better. Yeah.
1: I agree. It's the same thing with Facebook, even though Facebook is obviously just way less relevant, but like the people who have like their ex-wife in their profile photo, like, up, update that, you know, make it take this take
0: forward. your wedding picture down. It's yes. take your wedding picture down. That's because you know what, that's what everyone's reference point is in this day and age, right? Like that's where we get our information and I'm going to tell you something. So this person I was, I was telling Amber about has amazing pictures with his wife and I was telling my friend, look how happy he looks. This is so nice. I'm so happy for him. He just got married he looked so happy. And I went to take a screenshot to send her the receipts and just be like, because she, we were talking and I was like, it's such a nice story, blah, blah, blah. And then when I got to his grid, he had like basically all the same pictures, but with his ex-girlfriend. And then let me tell you what happened. It yeah. actually took away from his relationship in my mind.
1: Yeah, that's weird. I, I guess people just don't assume
0: that we are <laughs> that we're this deep of a stalker.
1: Dying. Right. I think that they charitably assume that we are not spending a full night doing a deep deep dive, which I understand. I, that's the that's the answer I can come up with. Yeah, they just think they're living their lives and posting things willy nilly, and you and I are <laughs> doing a thesis
0: project on it. We are like running it through statistical. Yes. We are in a van outside their house yeah. with a satellite. <laughs> but I know it's not just us. It's like everyone I speak to all the time has the same questions about these kind of things. I don't know. I'm fascinated by it. I really am. I really, I, I, I find the whole thing fascinating. Well, I'm so glad that we yeah. got into this important topic because it's been weighing on me.
1: I was gonna say one other thing also, like maybe they're just more of an optimist than I am. You know what I mean? Like they just like Do you think it's like optimism or do you think it's I think it's two things. I think it's
0: optimism and they want attention. I would, something. Something. I'm very curious. Okay, guys, uh, so go follow Amber Cat. Like I always say, she's one of my favorite followers on Instagram. Her stories are great kind of uh, curated stories about what's happening on the internet that you should know about. Her handle is rouge underscore 18. That's R-O-U-G-E underscore 18. And subscribe to her... her, Subscribe to her Substack. She's a great beauty writer. She gives you all the tips about beauty you need to know. It's amber.substack.com. Okay, guys, that's it for this week's episode. I am so glad you were patient with my terrible voice once again. Um, And remember, social studies will be on vacation, but I will be back in a couple of weeks. Like I said, follow along on Instagram at jenna kingsley or at official social studies and i will keep you updated of our return date in the meantime again please leave a review and feel free to write to me with any topics you want coming up in the future so while i am having a break i hope you guys enjoy the next couple of weeks and i will speak to you soon Guys, thanks so much for tuning in to Social Studies with Jenna Kingsley. I hope you enjoyed it. Don't forget to hit subscribe and leave us a five star review on Apple Podcasts. If you want to stalk me, you can do that on Instagram at Jenna Kingsley. You can visit my website, jennakingsley.com. You can follow me on Twitter, TikTok, and YouTube at Jenna Kingsley. If you have a topic you think we should cover, you can slide into the DMs or send me an email. Have a great week, and I will speak to you